I spoke in the car about the hole at the center of this donut. And what you and Harlan did that fateful night seems at first glance to fill that hole perfectly. A donut hole in a donut's hole. But we must look a little closer. And when we do, we see the donut hole has a hole in its center. It is not a donut hole, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not a hole at all. Look. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Oh my gosh, he's back. That's Sam. He's I back. Am back from my world travels and uh, badly sunburnt. Um, it's very burnt, very burnt, but I am, I am back. All the best, so. all the best burnt. He only has the best burns. Yes. Um, if he's going to get some. I only have the best burns. Yeah. If he's, if he's going to get some burn, we, he's been told he gets the set best sunburns. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I That's don't know. How it works. I don't know why we just did that. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming back. If you were listening the last few weeks with our live episodes. Oh, I thought you were talking about talking to me there first. Well, yeah, also, so, yeah, thanks for coming you're back. You're welcome. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, glad you came back, Sam, really am. Um, it's always great having Stephen and Stephen on those two weeks. Yeah, thank you guys for covering for me. And it was, um, we had a good time with uh, both Velocipaster and Twister. Um, Twista. And tonight we're going to do something a little different. Um, and by a little different, I mean we're going to review a really, really good movie. Good so, movie. Um, not that anybody's hated Twister or think it's terrible, but this is just it's a. Ter- it's this just, is a well crafted. It's movie. just a different league. It's a different kind of it's a different category of movie. So, uh, yeah. with that all having been said, I will then say this: This is episode three hundred and five, and we're tonight, and we are tonight. That's bad English. And tonight we are talking about <laughs> Knives Out, the two thousand nineteen Knives Out. Yeah. I just, I just want to hear Daniel Craig in that accent forever. You know, where like, does that come from? You know, what is the is it is it Southern Louisiana or a little bit? You know, it's it's definitely deep South. Yeah, it's not North Carolina South. It's deeper than that for sure. Yeah, well, he um, there's a lot of great trivia about what gave him the inspiration for that accent in particular, and so. Um, I, I might have captured it, might not. It doesn't matter. Anyway, his accent's great, and I'm not going to lie. Yes. I want to see him as James Bond in that accent. <laughs> just maybe, maybe he could be the American version. You know, just James like Bond. shake and not agent, stud. Right? You know, I just, I just think that'd be great. <laughs> but it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be that, right? He'd want like, like, uh, what would, what would hillbilly James Bond's drink be? Oh God. Moonshine, of course, I guess right? It, right? Andrew, you can talk. I know I haven't technically introed you yet, but like, what, what do you think? I think it would be some corn liquor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely some corn liquor. Some corn liquor. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. 
Your 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 southern accent, Andrew, is like I love it. It's like what James Earl Jones would do as Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> you know, it's like it's deeper than just the chicken, right? Like it's yeah. it's like it's a slower, more like molasses poured over Foghorn Leghorn. That's right. You got it's like molasses. You just got to let it roll out your mouth. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah. Chew on your words a little bit. Just chew on them now. <laughs> uh, I wish I could do that. Like that's kind of like the cool kind of sexy South. I I I can do redneck pretty good. That's about it. I can kind of do redneck, but I can't yeah, you can do trailer park. I can do not, trailer uh, park, but I can't. Not, not southern de- uh, aristocrats. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a Savannah type thing, or or maybe a yeah. Florida Panhandle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Savannah. Yeah, you're you're kind of sounding like you would be an, a good extra in the Legend of Bagger Vance right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like go. I can hear you up there as that mayor. It's like, but this is Savannah, and we must have someone from Savannah. And then they or get the, uh, and they get Matt Damon the from from Wild West from uh, oh Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, from yeah. oh yeah. yeah. I never understood that. It was my, supposed to my be the Wild comes. West, and. He sounded like he was from. Well, he was um he was a Confederate general guy from Louisiana or Mississippi. They that they. I mean, if if that's the part that you're worried about, not that, uh, yeah. not the fact that his lower intestines and everything from his <laughs> belly button down is is gone, and he's in a motorized wheelchair that's steam powered. If that's the only issue, that was the only issue I had with the movie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> not the fact that it's just terrible. No. Um, we are going to intro this thing. My gosh, just take a couple weeks off with Sam and we just derail the whole show. Um, I am Sean Allred, in case you, um, if this is your very first episode, I am Sean Allred. Joining me tonight is Andrew, my rules, my coffee, my house, Jimison. I want that mug. You can buy it. Yeah. Right. You can get it. To, but I want the house to go with it, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that house. Oh, it was so cool. I love the, uh, the, the oh, what do you call it? Eccentricity, sure. That's uh, whatever it is. The, the electricity stuff in that house. Yeah, loved it. No, yeah, it was very cool. Uh, and Sam, was the yes. spider on the face necessary vector? No, not really. <laughs> but it, it made my wife scream. It was a good. It was a good way of death to spider face. Yeah, <laughs> just spider face. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and Sean. Yeah. I, you know, I almost forgot. Uh-huh. I, if I was going to kill you in some way, it wouldn't be accidental drug uh, ingestion or slitting, making you slit your own throat. I would put you in that knife thing and make a hula hoop. <laughs> okay. Right? That would Parts of it would hurt and parts of it would just tickle, right? Because some of them were props. <laughs> some of them are props. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just, just wanted to let you... No, that's so cool. You know. That 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 prop was really cool. It just looked like one of those things, though. That um, so unnecessary. Well, it just feels like whenever you have to go visit Grandpa Harlan, you you can't let, like, you couldn't let my son in that room. Yeah, that that's very not it, that that whole house is not childproof. No, none of that right? house was childproof. I mean, I would be petrified to bring kids <laughs> to that house. Maybe that's why all those people are jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. So yeah, this movie Sounds knives out. Knife room again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So we watched this movie. My wife and I watched this movie a couple nights ago, and I was so excited when it when it as soon as I saw that it was on Amazon. I I think I texted yes. you guys immediately and said we have to do this movie yep. for the show. I think you both went ahead and just watched it like that night. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty much the day or two after it became on on Prime, I was like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. watching this sucker. So Andrew, I know you've seen it twice now, right? You're nodding, so I, this is a podcast. Is a, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I <laughs> this is going to be a fun night. I can already tell you. <laughs> yeah, I watched it twice. Okay, cool. Sam, have you watched it twice or just the once? Just the once. Okay. Just the once. Uh, and I, I've, I've, I, too, have only seen it once, but this feels like a movie I need to see it twice. Yeah, well, I will say I haven't seen it twice, but Lord knows I went on YouTube and was watching all the behind the scenes and kind of, you know, all the different hidden things throughout the movie and, and you know, why certain shots were the way they were. And it's just fascinating to me, all the oh, yeah. thought that went into this movie, um, you know, as, from being in a single house, pretty much this entire thing. It was jam-packed with stuff to see. Yeah. Just jam-packed. And I just love that. I, And, you know, I hear they're doing a sequel, and I really hope they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope they do it the same way. You know, I don't, new, new mystery, obviously, but just just pack in as much stuff as they can. Yeah, the only character that's going to be a carryover is the Daniel Craig character. Well, that's um, the only one I'd want to... Uh, to carry over. Yeah, because you don't need another mystery of the same people. Let's get another no. group of like weirdos and let him <laughs> let him solve the, the murder. Yeah. Um yeah. which I think would be great. Um exactly. Yeah, no, I mean this 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 movie was just so fun and interesting. It's it's been a while since I've been entertained like this in a movie. Yeah. Like it just feels like it has. I mean Especially for the podcast, I mean, right? You know, and like, I, you know, I, I got into the movie, and this is one of those movies where I expected to not. I don't know. I, I for some reason I expected the 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 killer to be at the you know where it's all at the end, and all of a sudden you realize within what fifteen minutes, you know how he kind of died, and then it was like, where are they going to go from here? What's the yeah. You know what's what is the the point that we keep going and going and then it then when it when it hits the uh, the spoiler region you're like holy crap that's this is amazing this is this is awesome yeah no because I, I that was so I took very few notes uh, we'll we'll do our five word intros here in just a second but I took very few notes on this movie because there wasn't much for me to write down because I was so soaked into the movie that I was afraid yeah. that if I paused to catch my breath to even write something like I still <laughs> feel like I was going to I still going to feel like I was going to miss something even though that I know the movie's paused right so yeah. I I took very few notes but one of the few notes I wrote was at the and my spelling was terrible too it was really funny uh tat the 55 minute mark we are shown proof it's a suicide but I still know that this is a who done it movie so dot 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 <laughs> yeah right because yeah. and because what's and the funny thing is is what's in the back of my mind the whole time I'm watching this is like everyone compares this to a modern day clue, and so when we get pretty early on his death and we feel pretty confident that the way he dies is in fact the way he dies, 
we're we're with you, Sam. It's like, why right. is the movie still going? So then, then as the plot starts to get, and it gets real thick when, I mean, we're in spoiler territory, guys. This is what we do in the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah when, if, please, number one, pause us, go watch this dang movie, yeah. and then come back. seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is I not. I think all three of us are, are, are telling you see this movie. Yeah, there's probably in the in the course of the 300 plus movies we've done for the show, there's probably only been about 15 or 20 times where we've said you should watch it before you listen to the show. Yeah, because I do know some people don't listen to don't watch the movie; they just listen to the show for the fun of it, which is great. Yeah. But this one you see need to movie. watch. You really need to watch it because one, nothing will say makes will make sense, and two. If spoilers matter to you, then we're gonna make this movie not as fun um, yep. to experience. Because when, like, when she get <laughs> when the will is read, right, and that yep. thing happens, you're like, wait a minute, he he had planned that for a week before his death. I mean, like that was like that was the plan was to do the uh, giving it to her. So, yeah. like, that's what makes, in my opinion, which makes her character so interesting and because she's got so much guilt going on because, you know, like, like, she thinks the whole time <laughs> she is the murderer. She killed him. Yeah, that she killed him. And it's just so good. It's just so well written. And I can't. And, and I love just, the fact that she, she throws up when she lies. That's such that's a just, funny little character <laughs> flaw. I've never heard of that. Who even thinks of that, right? That's so funny. <laughs> and uh, and when you know the hospital calls and she's she's having to hold it in and they just can't hold it in. And just lets it fly all over yeah, uh, Captain America. At that point, oh. you're, you're starting to wonder. Okay, has she gotten over her yeah. thing, or did the the maid really live? You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great it was a great ploy on her part. So, all right, yep. Andrew, let, let's let's do your five word review before we keep going. Okay, mine is pretty straightforward. Um, it's the best movie of 2019. Yes, um, and and I would venture to say one of the best movies of the past five years. I mean, I, that's that's the writing. Like. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you there. I I in terms of memorable movies this is up there this is something that's going to be around for a while yeah oh yeah i'm 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 on um imdb i'm looking at movies from 2019 um well, while you're looking i'm just going to go ahead and talk a little bit yeah yeah please do I'm, i yeah. this i'm just like you i couldn't look away i wanted to pause it and go to the bathroom or whatever and i just i didn't I just didn't stop. I just sat through it and forced myself to, not forced myself, but, uh, you know, put away everything else. In my, my kids could have been dying in a ditch and I wouldn't have known. I would have, <laughs> I would have been so enthralled with this film because it was absolutely one of the best things I've seen in a very long time uh, and different. And that's the thing that I think that got me the most is, yes, we've seen it before, but we haven't seen it before. Yeah, and, and certainly not in the style. And like you said, people compare compare it to Clue, but it, it's it, it far surpasses even that as far oh, yeah. as being one of the best whodunit murder mysteries of of all times. 
Yeah, well, and I got to uh, let me pile on to that as well in, in terms of there, this is a character driven movie. And every single one of these characters are are just amazing in themselves in terms of how they were fleshed out and how weird some of them are. But they aren't totally off the wall to be cartoonish. Right. right. And I just love the fact that this family felt real and that they yeah. felt like, uh, you know, the acting was so good that these people felt lived in. Right. That they, they just felt, felt like, like a people well, that you would know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I especially in a movie where it's mostly interviews and and kind of different interactions between them. Um, man, the the, uh, the 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 acting in this movie is, is just superb. It's really well done. Yeah, no, um, I'm I'm looking at the movies from 2019 to kind of whether I want to dispute or uh, agree mm-hmm. on your claim of the best movie of 2019. Um, let, let us not forget um, Oscar winning, uh, wait, did it win Oscar? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was that year, last yeah. year, Dr. Sleep, um, Ford versus Ferrari, Frozen 2. Still- oh, Parasite, Parasite's the movie that won, which yeah. I haven't seen yet. Um, I haven't seen any of those except um, Frozen 2. Well, Joker, Endgame, 1917. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. No, this is up there with 1917 in my yeah. mind. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, haven't seen. You know, I haven't yeah. seen Once a Time in Hollywood or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I want to. Um, or Parasite. And I know that we <laughs> we do a movie review podcast. We haven't seen all these great movies. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, they're not on Netflix. It's a little hard no, they're to not. when they're, they're not, not Netflix or Prime. Um, but at the same time, I I just can't believe that there are movies that are better than this one, in my opinion. Well, and is it is it just me or did this movie kind of sneak up? Right, it wasn't yeah. really you know it, it wasn't out there in the press and it wasn't really out there in the public mindset of being a pretty pretty good movie to to me it was almost like a sleeper um and i well i, I, I feel like it was kind of overshadowed as well yeah things like once upon a time in hollywood and um i mean well, we still had like you said yeah yeah and like you said sean we still had Endgame that we were coming off of as well well yeah. and the other i think the big one of the other big differences is that knives out was not a summer blockbuster release it was a yeah. November release. It was yeah. the idea was that this is a movie to watch with your family on the holidays to show how crazy other families are, right? <laughs> and and so I think that's part of it, right? It's because you kind of always expect, not expect that the good movies are only in the summer because usually your Oscar winners are not summer releases. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I remember watching the trailer, not the trailer, but seeing commercials for this a lot in November. And I remember people, you know, some of the podcasts I listened to, they went and saw it in the theater and said, guys, you've got to go see this movie. So I, I think I was, I was pretty aware of, of what it was, which is why I was excited when it, when it hit Amazon, which felt like pretty early. Then again, who knows when this movie hits streaming pre-COVID, Right, like maybe right, these yeah. maybe these better type movies are not hitting streaming as soon because of what's going on, but because it did, we get the benefit of it. 
So I, I'm honestly, Andrew, I, I'm not really going to argue your 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 point. Um, I mean, I still love Endgame. I think Endgame still, you know, for what it is, for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, again, yeah. I'm, and these are not comparisons. And like I was thinking about this earlier today, in preparation for the show, and to compare this to Clue, my argument was to say that comparing this to Clue is like comparing Lord of the Rings to Harry Potter. You know, like, okay, yeah, yeah well, there, there's magic in both, and that there's, yeah, you know, but they're like they're not they're not comparable because they're not the same thing. They they are only in the shell of one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Clue is a farce and, and a comedy. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a comedy than it is a, a whodunit. Yeah, and this one has plenty of comedy, but it's not. It it's not set itself up to be a campy type comedy. It's, campy, that's the word, because it's yeah. it's a smart comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there's I mean, there's no pratfalls, there's none of that. It's a smart comedy, um, yeah. because like, like the stuff that's funny, you have to pay attention. Like, so the main the main girl in the movie, um, Ana de Armas, who is. She's going to be a star soon. She's going to be doing everything, right? Like, I'm just yeah, waiting for yeah. her to be in the next Marvel movie, basically. Because she just did Blade Runner and this movie, and she's she's going to be in kind of everything soon. But, like, no one in the family knows her background. Everyone call you know, one person calls her Brazilian, then someone <laughs> calls her from Ecuador, and then from, like... Yeah. Like, that's... And it's it's a joke because... Like no one can get it no right. One pays her attention, yeah. right? And and like so that's funny. Like that's that's the humor. The other thing that made me laugh, which I thought again, I, it's not again, it's not a pratfall. It's not Tim Curry sliding on his shoes saying dumb things. It's when Don Johnson is trying to extol the fact of, you know, that she is a good person because her family came here, quote-unquote, the right... Like, he's trying to build her up, and in the, the meantime, right he just hand, absentmindedly hands her a plate like she's a maid. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like literally by doing that, he's demeaning <laughs> her. And it's that, to me, is really funny, but you have to be paying attention to what is going on. So, um, anyway. Uh, Sam? Um, I, I'm right, well, I'm with Andrew. Uh, I only have one on this one, and it's basically my my review in a nutshell. What a freaking fun ride. I enjoyed this, and I enjoyed this especially since my wife was with me watching this and also really enjoyed this movie. Um, this was a great experience. This was fun. It was a a great whodunit, and... and she she would say, and I might admit a little bit, there's a little bit of a slow spell in the middle of the movie. Um, but other than that, this movie is is perfect. Great acting, great writing, great story, great twists. Um, the visuals, I just keep going back to that. It's, this movie is in a single house, and yet every camera angle has something new and cool to see. And And I just, I love it. I love this movie. Yeah. And I mean, packed with big names. Oh, yeah. Christopher, Christopher Plummer to start off with and Daniel Craig. And then you've got Chris Evans. Um, Who doesn't I mean, come in for a while in this movie. Yeah, he's, right? he's barely in it. He's only in it like 12 or 15 minutes. 
Um, though yeah. he's he's second build because he's Chris Evans. Yeah. I mean, he just yeah. he's five minutes off of the highest grossing film of all time. Um, yeah. But you have Jamie Lee Curtis, who is either Oscar oh, yeah. nominated or Oscar winner. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, she's won you got some Frank Oz. She's got Golden Globes, but she's not one. Uh, you got Frank Frank Oz. Yeah, Frank Oz. Holy cow, Frank Oz. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's um, it's just loaded with talent, and I, you know, it's funny. There's a perfect. It always feels like there's a movie every now and then that has a perfect storm of actors in it, mm-hmm. and th- this is certainly this one because it could have gone the other way, right? It could have gone um, with with wrong casting. It could have been really bad. Yeah, I mean, there's a few characters that I feel like could have been played by other people, and it wouldn't have thrown the movie. Yeah, um, the Meg. Uh, the well, actually, and the Joni Thromby, that uh, the mother and daughter. Uh, yeah. I think that those two could have been replaced easily and not been that noticeable, uh, or not have messed the movie up too bad. Yeah, but I mean, um, but Tony Collette. I mean, she's she's got rank, name recognition too. I mean, she's yeah, yeah, you know, and she's nominated for an Oscar. I mean, she's 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 good. Yeah, and 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 um, both of the uh, police officers. You know, there there weren't big name people, and then uh, yeah. But having said but, that, I think they yeah. did a great job. Yeah, and, I mean, basically, uh, they were there for Daniel Craig to throw his ideas off of verbally. Right. And, and then you've and already mentioned why. Marta. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's to me. I, I'd never seen her in anything before, um, but I thought, man, you're right. She's going to be a breakout star. Yep. Yeah, again, and the only reason why I really knew anything about her, not just because I Googled, not Googled her, but I IMDb'd her because of the but podcast, but also <laughs> because, again, uh, one of the other shows I listen to, but she's going to be in the new, she's in the new Bond movie, In No Time to Die. She's, Is she really? Yeah. Okay. As uh, Pal- she a Bond girl? Paloma. I don't think she's a Bond girl. That, that'd be too creepy. Well, I, I won't. I mean, they're no longer Bond girls, really. But you know what I mean. Well, well, but I mean, he's even in this new series with Daniel Craig, he still had girls that he's just slept with for no reason other than just because he can. Um, yeah. But she's she's top build. Oh wow! Well, let me rephrase. Credited cast sorted by IMDb star meter. Okay, so she's on top oh, okay. because she's the highest star right now, probably because of this movie yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- that movie is going to be passing the torch to a new Bond, and every we think it's going to be her, what? or uh. or 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 something like that. It's going to be a new person. They want to keep they want to keep the universe going, like this universe that they built. They don't want to start over, from what I've read and heard. But they want to do. They want to have a new double O. Uh, and Daniel, I heard that they wanted a, a woman to fill that position. Yeah, they've wanted a woman for a while. Well, basically, for a, a long time, the rumor was Idris Elba. But yeah, which I liked. I liked that. I think that'd that had been idea. great too. But the thing is, Idris Elba is like almost the same age as Daniel Craig. Like they yeah. want to get younger so that they can have this role for a while. Um. So anyway, she's gonna be great. Uh, she's in something new called Blonde. She'll be Norma. Oh, Norma Jean. Oh, I wonder if that's um. Uh, I don't know what that is. A fictional chronicle of the inner life of yeah, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, 
Yeah, no more June. So, anyway. Uh, cool. Anyway, good for her. Uh, my five-word review is, yes. I guess we're all kind of the same. I just wrote my favorite whodunit movie. I had to make <laughs> done it as one word. Um, yeah. I'll allow it. Well, there's not a lot of movies specifically in this genre. We talked about this pre-show where you have a movie where it's victim, you know, your, your pool of suspects are all kind of in the same vicinity and there's someone there to figure that out. Right. Like there's, there's basically you're thinking well, of like Agatha Christie novels and things like yeah, that. Yeah, That's but. exactly what I was going to say. Like we talked a little bit beforehand, how, uh, it is, it, it's an Agatha Christie novel put on screen. Yeah. In the best of ways. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, uh, the only I, I wrote again very few um, notes. Like I, I wrote at the end, I wasn't expecting the puke at the end, and then I did write dogs ex machina. <laughs> uh, well, well, they start the movie with the dogs, so they tell you right away. Pay attention when you see the dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I just thought it was great that like she needed the footprints to be messed up in the mud. And so she acts like she can't hear, so she walks all over it. And then the dogs were just perfect. They come running through the mud, and they're like, well, I guess we're not going to get any footprints off this. You know, like it was <laughs> it was really great. Um, and I, I, so her character. So first of all, let's just be honest. There's only like three likable characters in the whole movie, right? Her, Marta, yeah. Daniel Craig, and and honestly, in my opinion, the black cop. I don't, I can't yeah. remember his yeah. name. Um, they're like the only like like cause even that other cop he kind of sucked. <laughs> it's just um, <laughs> not the actor like the character. The character no, the sucks. Character. Yeah. yeah, and we're talking about characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The character he kind of he kind of is lame, and he was like a pushover. You know, like when um, what's her name? Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is yelling, "Get the get the you know get the uh, f out of our house or whatever." She says. You know, get out of my house, you cops, get out. And the guy starts to leave, and the lieutenant like puts his arm like, no, she can't make us leave. You know, like this is still a crime scene. Like he was cool. He was like the most chill, just cool cop. And the other guy, he sucked. So anyway, like I said, um, uh, Trooper Wagner was that other guy's name. Everyone else, they're all kind of terrible people, right? Yeah. I mean, right. And and that's what makes the, her uh, uh, Martha's character so great is because she's clever. You know, like she's clever and compassionate. Like she's, I don't know, she's kind of perfect. She's a good person, but she's, she's a good person. Yeah, yeah, she's a good person, and that's what the plot hinges on, right? Chris, uh, right? Oh, uh, well, the bad guy. I don't know if we can spoil it or not, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the bad guy is is playing on her acting like him and she doesn't so yeah i think that's great um yeah i don't yeah. i don't know what else much to say other than than that so we're going to play a couple of clips and then we'll do some trivia and i'm sure that'll all spark some more fun conversation so i just like to hear daniel craig say stuff so most of what i got uh yeah, most of what I got is him talking, so that's fine. Uh, here's some Daniel Craig saying great things. Somebody suspects foul play and goes through this high chair dance of hiring me, of staying anonymous, 
It makes no damn sense. Compels me, though. I love the way he says, compels me, though. Compels me, though. I just like that a lot. Uh, here's Christopher Plummer just being great. If you're going to put that vile shit in me, you'll have to earn it. On my birthday, 85th birthday. I just love that. I love that so much. He's just... <laughs> He's just, I don't know, it's just, he's, it's like he's acting without doing anything. I mean, he's been around so long, right? He's just, he's done it. It just, I love that. Oh, he's also, I have to say, he's our, he's our big Star Trek connection of the movie, by the way. Um, there's lots of connections in this movie. Well, yeah, I mean, With, there's like yeah, other, oh, other yeah. major franchises. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and not... Not only your obvious Chris Evans in uh, you know Marvel, there's a second Marvel connection that's not obvious, and that's that Meg girl. She's in a deleted scene as the mm-hmm. grown-up version of Tony Stark's daughter. I read it in trivia. That's the only reason why I knew that. Um, but then you got DC, right, with um, Zod. General Zod. General yeah. Zod, you know, that yeah. guy. Um um, what else we got? And what other big um, uh, Don Johnson? You know, well, he's of uh, Miami Vice. I guess that's a thing. Um, Frank Oz. Well, he's you know he invented puppetry basically. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, and of course, oh well, Daniel Craig, of course too. And you know, you got your Bond franchises. So I mean, like I said, a lot of star power. Um, I just like hearing Christopher Plummer saying. If you're going to put that vile shit in. I just love that. Uh, here's more Daniel Craig. I anticipate the terminus of gravity's rainbow. I just love that. It's well, just so did, I appreciate the terminus of the gravity of a rainbow. Yeah, yeah. Play it again. You can hear it. I anticipate the terminus of gravity's rainbow. <laughs> I anticipate the but terminus of gravity's rainbow. How? Who thinks of that? Right? Yeah. Who thinks of a line like that? I love it. Oh, yeah. Writing. It's great. Uh, here's here's Michael Shannon being kind of funny. <laughs> oh, that's where you were all night. What the hell were you doing in the bathroom all night? Nothing. Swatting Syrian refugees. No, I was not. Outright trolls. Bobo snowflake. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> 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 See again. It's perfect. It's 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 just a deadpan <laughs> line, and it's great. No no slapstick. It's funny. Now again, oh, yeah. Now and, and what's funny about that is that's something I could hear my uncle saying, right? At a family <laughs> gathering, you know, like I have no idea what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, they oh. they 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 harped on that kid pretty hard. Um, for being a basically being a MAGA hat wearing kid, and then there's another scene in the movie where they're they're basically ripping on on the president, and I know there were people that 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 made them mad in the movie. They're like, "Oh, I went to a movie to be entertained, not to hear them talk about the president." Like, well, okay, whatever. Um, okay, here we go. Um, I just love the fact that they got Jamie Lee Curtis to say this. Were you pointing my father? <laughs> <laughs> uh. What were you doing? 
Were you poisoned, my father? That's right. Oh, man. It's great. Um, you, I, I will say, Kimberly and I laughed every time the old lady was on the screen. Oh, yeah. She was great. <laughs> Is that you? The, you know, the, there's the great... Ransom. Did I get Did I get that trivia? Uh, no. So that woman is seven yeah. years younger than Christopher Plummer. Holy crap. <laughs> right? <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> She's younger than Love him, it. but she just Love was able it. to play the old lady, put enough makeup on her and a bunch of heavy clothes. Yeah. I was, that's great. Is that you, Ransom? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> and again, the family sucks. The only person that was nice to her is Daniel Craig. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I guess, I don't know, I guess General Zod did try to get her some, try to offer her some food, but... They but, all but ignored her, though. But they basically ignored her, and even in that moment, he's kind of talking at her. He's not talking to her. Here's the last clip, and of course, if you say the name of your movie, I am going to record it. You have all treated her like shit to steal back a fortune that you lost, and she deserves. You're a pack of vultures at the feast. Knives out, beast bloody. That's right. <laughs> Gosh, I can hear him talk. Now, you guys know ooh, that there's wind in the, in the studio. And also, <laughs> that if you give me on camera, or on uh, if you say a really good shit, I'm going to record it. And <laughs> this was... Now, they said that word a lot in this movie. There, at one point... They re- they actually uh, recorded a version where instead of Chris Evans saying "eat eat shit eat shit," he actually drops the f bomb f u f u f u. But they 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 did another take in case they wanted to make it PG thirteen, which he of course did. Um, but this is at the end when uh, he couldn't tell the difference between a, a prop and a real one. So here's this. Shit. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> it's just nice. It's just, it's just a. Shit. There you go. So I can just add that to the pile of shit and, and uh, many, many others. I don't. I need to. I will of, say oh. I totally gasped when he did that too, and, and oh, I was yeah. not expecting the fake knife. Oh. I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, they're gonna kill this poor girl. Uh, yeah, but then it was, it was amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't expect her to die, but I was not expect like. I remembered the prop knife bit, but yeah. I still didn't yeah. expect the the thing to happen. Oh, yeah. I, I totally saw it coming. But <laughs> it was still fun. I, yeah. I knew that it was going to be a prop knife. Just, yeah, I remembered that that uh, conversation that they had. Yeah. Yeah. What the shit? There you go. I got that one. I mean, I got a bunch of them. It's great. You know, most people like to stick with something. But you, you like fly shit on the window. There, right? There you go. <laughs> whatever, whatever that means. Uh, yeah. There's an old expression that is served. Oh, jeez. Okay, didn't mean for that. All right. Um, what do I do now? Oh, I play this this clip. And now for some more bad news. Ready? I got to make sure I I put my my new Chris Evans version of that down here with the rest of these. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. If you were listening to this show with your young ones, I apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we dropped that word a lot. 
Um, trivia, despite... Oh, I already played. I already said that. Oh, she's six years younger than Christopher Plummer, not seven. Six, six years. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was Don Johnson's idea for his character to hand his empty plate to Marta as if she was the maid during the immigration conversation. That was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I mentioned this earlier. Although it's, it's clear that Marta is a South American immigrant, the Thromblies' basic indifference towards her is evident in the fact that throughout the movie, family members refer to her as being from Ecuador, Uruguay, Paraguay, and Brazil. Her actual native country is never confirmed. Um, Noah Segan. And what was funny to me is she she never corrected them. Yeah, yeah, she just whatever you know. She's such a good person that she just let it go. Right, because why correct them? Like, what is what what good does it do? Because they won't remember. Uh, Noah Segan, who plays that uh, that that other cop, the white cop, recalls the scene where his character grabs Chris Evans' upper arms, quote, and I could not find purchase. His arm muscle was that much larger than my hand. Because, <laughs> again, he's, he's still in he's shape. Captain America. He's still in shape yeah. from Captain America. That's why they had to put him in a bunch of baggy clothes so he doesn't look bigger than everyone else, because he is. Um. The message Harlan leaves for Linda, uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, uh, in the envelope written with the invisible ink, uh, which Richard merely saw as a blank sheet of paper when he found it. My heart, it's time to cut the dead wood. He's cheating on you. I have proof. I know you don't need to see. Untether yourself. It's time, Dad. Wow. Yeah. Um, And this is great. So, I saw this in the trivia about 17 times. This movie has a lot of trivia. A lot of trivia. Um, But there's a lot of references to the fact that the portrait of Harlan that they keep looking at isn't physically there. It wasn't finished by the time they made the movie. So, it was just a green screen portrait. So, because it's green screen, that allows them to do some stuff to it. So... (laughs) At the last glimpse of Harlan's portrait, at about two hours and four minutes, it is tweaked a little, leaving everything feeling okay because the character is now smiling. The, yeah. the, the portrait's actually got a little smile on it, and I think that's pretty great. I'm glad that they didn't mess with it too much. Like, you know, we see the portrait many times in the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, I don't know what movie it is or what show it was, but I've seen something like that where the portrait changes. Like every time you look at it, it's a different facial expression or whatever. And I'm glad they didn't do that because I think it would have made it a little too cartoony. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, I agree. But but this one little tweak, I didn't mind. Uh, Cause, yeah, because it kind of takes it out of the realm of possibilities. But it it still, I don't know. It was it was a fun little nod to the. To the audience. Yeah, I mean, and it's so subtle, too. Like, I mean, when you see it in that last shot, you're almost going, is he smiling now? Or or am I just perceiving that because it's it's a happy ending kind of a thing? You Honestly, know? Yeah. the first time I watched it, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, the you know, the second time, I, I caught on. Yeah, one of the other really cool pieces of trivia was, like, the movie starts with when Marta shows up, there's a bunch of people like out on the balcony talking and she looks up to them or she looks like, like 
they are above her, and then at the end of the movie, she's up there, and they're all on the ground. So it's kind of a to symbolize that their roles have reversed, kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Um, like the movie does that kind of a thing a lot in this movie of, you know, I just, I think it's great. The only, honestly, the only loose end in the movie that didn't get tied up, which I wish it would have, is the fact that, like, everyone's dirty secret got told except Meg's mom, Tony Collette, she's never outed for stealing those, um, mm. tuition checks to her. Tuition checks. Yeah. Yep. Cause like. Because Meg, like when she confesses to Marta that she's that her mom is broke, right? Like she's hugging her and she's like, "Mom is broke." I kind of was expecting Marta to go. Actually, I've I've seen those checks that they go to her, you know, like like or something like that. I was expecting for some way for Meg to find out that her mom had basically been stealing from her. It's kind of stealing from. I mean, she's stealing from her dad. Not really from her, but Meg thinks that her tuition checks are coming from mom. Yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just uh, in an otherwise really, really fine thing. It, okay. They, they got away with it or whatever. So whatever. It's fine. I do think that one thing that's satisfying about this whole film is that everyone gets what's coming to them. In a yep. sense. Oh, yeah. You know, the. The biggest dick of the film goes to Jill, um, uh, rightly so. The only one that doesn't really get what they deserve is Fran. Poor Fran, you know, got murdered in the laundry, <laughs> <laughs> run down laundry mat. And, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the rest of them, it's, it's kind of a happily ever after type situation for all involved. It, not happily ever after, but get what they deserve, rather. Get what they deserve. Yeah. And maybe that's what we're looking for in our uh, in our worlds nowadays, is to see people actually face repercussions for what they do. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're kind of craving that feeling right now. Um, yep. Uh, it It's just funny. So... I've talked about this now on the podcast, but maybe I have. You know, I I get in moods pretty pretty regularly, uh, much to my wife's annoyance. That I will rewatch TV shows. Um, I just I like to rewatch shows and and movies, especially movies. I love. I mean, the office I'm sitting in, half the furniture in here, I had to build myself. So I popped on Disney Plus and basically. Over the last month, as I'm building furniture, rewatched Phase Three of Marvel of the MCU, um, because I could, yeah, and and because I've seen each of those movies like four times, so it's it's just kind of nice to have in the background. So I'm in my fourth or fifth watching of the TV show Leverage, and that show does what this movie does at the end is, and what we were just talking about is that we kind of have a feeling right now in 2020 where we're kind of mad at a lot of people right now. And it's nice to see some kind of terrible people get what they deserve. Exactly. And, and leverage was written. I mean, during and just post 08 and 09 when the world broke and, and that's a plot line, uh, an overarching plot line throughout the, the five seasons of 
here are some bad people that preyed on other people during that time, and the, and the show is going to make those bad guys pay. Yeah. You know, they're not only going to we're not only going to give you your money back. We're going to make sure they can't hurt other people, and the show does that a lot. Um, and that's what basically the whole show is about. Now, of course, some people might get into it like, well, it's the show is all about wealth redistribution and hurting hardworking people. I don't care about all that. What I see is what the show is giving me. Here's a bad dude that hurt some people. Yep. And here's his comeuppance. And here's his comeuppance. And um, uh, so maybe it's just coincidence that I'm watching that as, as while, while I'm watching this, and it just it just feels good. It's like a warm blanket. A warm blanket of justice. <laughs> I need to, you know, that's something I I started watching Psych, but now what what is it? Do you call it? It's um, Leverage, right? Yeah, Leverage. Yeah, that's a I great show. Check yeah, that out. I should check out Leverage. I never watched that one. It's I on... watched it uh, when it was on, you know, syndication in syndication. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's on TV back when I was probably uh, probably fifteen years ago, ten years ago. Yeah, it was on from like 08 to 12 or something like that, 07 to 12, something like that. Yeah, it's a great show. It um it it's yeah, it's it's kind of like psych in the fact that there's there's no real consequences. Like you kind of know everyone's going to be okay at the end of the episode, you know, like Yeah, yeah. Um and it's it's got some silly parts and then there's some really tender parts too and there's some, you know, you know those those kind of good emotional ones. It's free right now, so it's on. If you go to Amazon, you have Amazon Prime. You can search for it now. It's technically being hosted by IMDb TV, so you have to watch yeah. commercials. Um, you know, it's like a thirty second commercial break. You know, three or four times during the episode, but it's there. I yeah. mean, honestly, Sam, if you watch the pilot, if you're not in yeah. after the pilot, then you you won't be. But I would bet that you're. You watch the pilot, then you're gonna be like, I'll give it, I'll give it a second episode, then you're gonna be in. Yeah. Um, okay. And and the funny part is, and I mentioned it when we did the show, and Corny mentioned it too. You remember the movie The Rock? I'm not The Rock. The 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 rundown with The Rock is what I meant to say. The rundown. Dwayne Johnson's character is basically the origin story for one of the characters in Leverage. He's huh. he's a he's the he's the the body guy. He's the he's the hitter. That likes to cook, that doesn't like guns, that used to work for a really bad guy, but was able to get away. Like, <laughs> it's like his origin story. It's great. So, anyway. Uh, enough about that. Time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. Because it's like I've watched, in the last three years, I've rewatched, I've I've watched West Wing three times, Leverage now at least twice in that span maybe a third time. Um, parts of Psych again, um, and some Star Trek. That's kind of it. just like to rewatch shows sometimes. I mean, I've watched new stuff, but I like to rewatch yeah. things. Um, Every now and then I go back to like West Wing is one of my, yeah. that I'd like. It's like a warm blanket when the political world is so crazy. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It really is. And I, I've talked to, I've, 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 I've introduced that show to many people and said, I don't care what you think politically. You just look at the show. And yes, in the show, they're all Democrats. But you look, look at the show, and even the Republicans that are in that show are not horrible people. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're just, they just have a different way of looking at things, which is fine. 
And in the show, they show you how people can get things done together and work together and work yep. together. It's like, there's this really kind of, I know it's a little Pollyanna to think about, but it anyway, so it's such a yeah. good show. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. Okay. And in reality, while I whip uh, this politics out. are more like uh, house of cards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never watched nowadays, that. Nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided top three, we would, of course we'd have to do who done it. Now, we're going to see how this goes because uh, I think we've all seen basically the three same whodunit movies. And, you know, of course, whodunit, I mean, the, the way I kind of defined it was like group of people, there's a murder, cop comes in to investigate, and it's a small kind of pool of suspects who are all there. It's not just a generic, because there are lots of great just murder mysteries. Um but this one's, you know, in this style. So we'll we'll just kind of see. And if basically we figure out that we've all watched basically the same three movies, then we'll we'll throw in some other just kind of good murder mysteries that we like. Yeah. Andrew. Um, yeah, I tried to. <laughs> I tried <laughs> to think of movies that maybe we hadn't seen um, together, or maybe all of us hadn't thought of together. But I kept coming back to the same three and. I don't know if I just want to throw them out there or yeah, go throw ahead. out the other list I have. Um, because I have another list that I frankly like better. Um, but the as far as whodunit films, I think we all could agree that Who Framed Roger Rabbit is is up there. Um, and then... Uh, uh, sorry, I've already forgotten what my other one was. Uh, <laughs> or my other two were, because I didn't write these down because I thought, well, well, we'll probably all say them. Um, usual suspects. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and I, I honestly don't remember the other, well, but my other, my other list, I'm going to just go ahead and throw those out there. I have an honorable mention, which is not a movie, but it's a series, a little short, uh, series on Hulu, uh, 11, with James Franco. It's about, uh, JFK and murder of JFK. Oh, that the the book is amazing. The Stephen King book is amazing. Yeah, uh, and if you haven't seen it, take some time and watch it. If you have Hulu, it's definitely worth the watch. Yeah. Um, and I'll have to read the book. I didn't realize that was uh, Stephen King book. Yeah, it's a yeah. yep. Um, but uh, my other three, I have the Da Vinci Code as one. Okay. As kind of a just a murder mystery. Yeah. Type thing. Um, the Fugitive. Oh, I got that one. Okay. And then uh, number one, and this movie is really not that great of a movie, but I'm saying it's number one for me because it is, uh, it has some of my favorite qualities of a movie uh, from my childhood, and that is Dick Tracy. Oh, um, nice. I, it's one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater. I remember going to watch it, and my mom got us tickets and somehow, I don't know how she got them, but she got the yellow hats and we had these <laughs> plastic yellow hats with the black brim. I mean the black uh, ribbon around the, the hat. And so the experience of watching Dick Tracy and I was not old enough to watch Dick Tracy at that time. I promise you I was, mm. I was way too young to watch it. Um, but uh, just, I remember thinking even then how this average ordinary guy is kind of superhero status in the sense of being top cop, so to speak, and tracking down this murderer 
Um, but again, not a great movie. <laughs> but I like it. So I named a bunch. I'm, I hope I didn't name all of the ones that you were going after. Uh, well, mine, mine, the only one I can add to that list would be Seven. I enjoyed Seven. Which really isn't a whodunit when I come to think of it. I, I didn't have a whole lot of movies like Knives Out to put on this yeah. list. And, and and I I don't know why. I, I You would think there'd be more movies like this, but there, as far as I could tell, there's not. Yeah, there really isn't. And I, I think it just might be because they might be hard to make or they're just hard to to get right, you know? They're all yeah. old too. If you yeah, noticed. they are really old. Um, oh, that's a good one. I didn't think about that one. Okay. Um, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, they're 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 hard. So like we're all having to like reach for some other things, you know. So. Uh, well, I I think that my other one that I didn't say was Clue, which we had already talked about, and yeah, mm-hmm. I, I figured that would be on your list as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's on mine because it, I feel like it kind of has to be, right? Because yeah. I, I feel like until this movie came along, that was your your standard for the real whodunit kind of movie. You yeah. know, like, there's a murder, here's the group of suspects, and it could be any one of them, any of them. And then the movie yeah. even goes so far as to give you three different options um, as to who did it. Um, did you say all of yours, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I only added seven to his list. My uh, two was Fugitive. Oh, no, The Fugitive. Which he said. I added yeah. The Fugitive. Yeah, and The uh, Usual Suspects. Yeah. So Okay. Um, yeah. So the only other one that's in my list, my true list of whodunit, which neither one of you mentioned, was The Murder on the Orient Express. Um, the, I see, I haven't seen it yet, though. I haven't either. Well, it's the, either the, the new one or the old one. Yeah, I had not seen the old one. I, I did watch the new one, and I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't see the old one, and I didn't watch read the book. Um, and I know that some people don't like it because Kenneth Branagh, who we mentioned earlier with the southern accent, uh, he is the star, he's the detective and the director of the movie, and a lot of people feel like it's just an homage to himself. Oh dear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because, and again, having not, I've not read the book, right? So I don't, I don't know what the tone of the book is. Yeah. But it, from what I can, uh, got from, from people's comments was that the book isn't about the detective. It's about the other people, but the movie makes it about him. You know, he's trying to turn it into like a Sherlock Holmes where it's, all about him. So, I don't know. Again, I enjoyed the movie. I like Kenneth Branagh as both an actor and a director. Um, anyway, he's he's good. I think he's good. So, there's The Murder of the Orient Express is the only other one that's in that true whodunit thing. And he's making another one. He's making a um, the um, uh, another Agatha Christie movie. Kenneth I can't spell his name. Kenneth Brennell. I think I spelled it wrong. I did. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> murder on. If I type Myrtle on. Murder on the Orient Express. Murder on. Yeah, the Nile or something. Murder of, of the Nile or, or something. Like, it's a. It's another Agatha Christie book that 
um, got turned into a movie, and he's doing that one also. And it's the same detective is doing is the thing, right? The oh, okay. it's called Death Death on the Nile, and he will be playing Hercule Pierriot, Pierio. Hercules. Yeah. While vacation on the Nile, Hercule Pierrot must investigate the murder of a young heiress. Stars Gal Gadot and Army Hammer and some other people. So, Annette Benning and Russell Brand. Russell Brand? Okay. I didn't know he was still a thing. Anyway, my point is, is that, there you go. The other movies that I put on the list of just other good, kind of fun whodunits, uh, I was just scrolling through. I like the Jack Reacher movie. Um, that's, a, in my opinion, it's just kind of a good murder mystery kind of a thing. Again, I like Jack Reacher. And doesn't happen very often, but I can actually include Star Trek in this. Star Trek VI is a murder mystery um, in in its raw form. And I, you know, I'm going to use a Star Trek movie whenever I can. <laughs> So, sort of like Jurassic Park being the murder mystery. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, how could Sam like weasel his <laughs> way into that one? But I don't really think that any of those no, fit. No, no. Yeah. Oh, no, the Velociraptor died. Who did it? Well, it was either the T-Rex or the Brontosaurus or the fish. Okay. guess we know who did it. So, yep. well, yeah. I really hope that the second uh, or the sequel is going to be as good as the first one because... Like I said, I could not have been happier than than uh, about this movie than I am because it just it was so it gave you everything you wanted. Yeah, well, yeah, well, and and I can hear Star Wars fans screaming in unison right now, saying, "Why couldn't the Last Jedi have been this good?" <laughs> and and my response simply is that. I thought The Last Jedi was actually a pretty good movie, so um, mm-hmm. I, I liked that one, honestly. So, um, Of course, now there's rumors, back to, in the Star Wars realm, that George Lucas is so unhappy with how the entire sequel trilogy has come out that he wants to basically redo them all. Basically, he wants to, no. make, a, he wants to make his own trilogy and... Basically, say that those three movies don't count. So, oh, I, come on. I don't know if that's real or not, or if that's just, you know, things people say on Twitter and TikTok and other places. So, whatever. Uh, anyway, time for wait, this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? We are going to give this movie a score. We are going to put our feelings into numbers. And and number this movie. By the way, Sam, and just just so you have a reference, um, Velocipaster averaged a three point two, <laughs> and Twister we got a seven point seven three. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Velocipaster just barely beat Escape from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's a recent one too. So wow, I'm yeah, impressed. That's why I just that's why I saw oh, it. Um it's it's along the same lines as Iron Sky 2. Which would you rather watch, Andrew? Velocipaster or Iron Sky 2? Oh. Ah, that's tough. I mean It is tough. Velocipaster is shorter. It is a lot shorter. <laughs> it's only like it's only like 90 minutes or 
80 minutes. It's not a long movie. No, it's pretty short. Like, like those, and honestly, those are bad. They can't, you can't compare the two to each other. If you listen to the show, you'll know that like Velocipaster isn't taking itself seriously because it can't, it can't afford to. Whereas Iron... What did we compare it to? Was it uh, Kung Fury? A little bit like Kung Fury, but Kung Fury is making fun of like all 80s genres, whereas this movie is just like making fun of itself. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's it's very self-deprecating. Yeah. Um, I mean, like Sam, like legit, like you see the boom in the shot and it's obvious. It's not like it was an oops because <laughs> we've, we've seen movies where it was an oops. Like, yeah, you all but see the guy's arm. It's so in the shot. You know what I'm wow. saying? Like there's, and you see a couple of times you'll see like reflectors, light reflectors um, in the shot. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. So there's, there's a lot of that kind of a thing happening, you know, like, like it's just really weird. So anyway, uh, <laughs> and the workout scene was just ridiculous. So anyway, Andrew, this movie, Knives Out, your score, go. I don't give very many movies above a nine. Uh, matter of fact, I there. Oops, sorry. There might be two or three that I've ever given a nine to on the show. Um, but this one has to be up there. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, nine point two out of ten. I'm like I'm looking back at your uh, your scores here, and I'll let you know I've seen two so far. And um, I can, you could probably guess what they were. They um, they were big budget blockbuster kind of things. Yeah, probably both uh, Infinity War. Yeah, and uh, Endgame. Oh, really? Yeah, and then your third one I've seen was Wonder Woman. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why I gave that one such a high score. That's it. Those are your three. Those are your three nines. So the fact that you're giving a not comic book movie a 9.2, you say? Yeah. I think that's saying something, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Yeah. What about you, Sam? You going, you going to break the nine? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be right there on the mark. 9.0. Great movie. It is a little bit slow at some parts, but it's still not bad in terms of you know, that's just being very, very, very nitpicky. Loved it. Absolutely love this movie. Uh, yeah, I'm looking back through your scores there, Sam. You've given one, uh, two scores above a nine so far that I've seen. Yep. Yeah. I'm guessing one is probably Jurassic Park. Um, oh, I don't know. Let me see. Um, <laughs> honestly, we might have done that one so soon that I didn't. I don't have the scores for that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember when we, when we did Jurassic Park. Um, I don't know. It was a different time. Yeah, the one that I saw yeah. was for Goodwill Hunting and then in, in Infinity War. Yep. yep. So, yeah, that makes sense. Where the heck is Jurassic Park? I can't find it. Oh, there it is, Jurassic Park. Yeah, you gave a Jurassic Park a... Oh, you, gave it a 10, you gave it a right? 10. Yeah, you gave it a, a, yeah. a straight up 10. So, yep. cool. Uh, so you, I'm sorry, you giving this just a uh, uh, good old nine? 
Yep, good old nine. Cool. Right on the right on the nine. Sure. Um, How about you, Sean? Yeah. I mean, gosh, this movie's so good. You, I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. You say that you call them slow parts. I just call them the the parts where we need our brains just to kind of collect itself, <laughs> catch up. <laughs> because because you have yeah. to pay attention. I mean, it's not like this is yeah. like. Inception. You can't do the chores and watch a movie like this. No, I mean, this no. isn't or, like a... Or thank God I didn't watch this trying to grade anything because nothing would have gotten done. Yeah, no, so. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, no, this is just... It's such a well-made movie. It's such a well-done movie. We've, we've basically spent the last hour basically talking about how much we like this movie and how, how good it is. Um, I, I can find very, very few flaws in it at all. So I, too, I'm going to give it a nine-point... Uh, let's see what the math does if I also give it a 9.2. Yeah, that math works good. So I'm going to give it a yep. 9.2. I'm a big fan. Um, I'm looking forward to having time to watch it again, honestly. Um, yep. Because this was well, just... Well, watching, watching some of the YouTube, if you notice when, when uh, Daniel Craig is introduced to Marta, he immediately sees her shoe. He's he's looking down, and you can tell that he sees her shoe yeah. and knows from the very beginning yeah. uh, what's going on with her, at least. That's cool. So, and yeah, there's little yeah. aspects of this movie watching it a second time that you that you catch like that that uh, are worth watching it again. Yep. All right, man. That's great. I don't know why I said oh. man, but um, yeah. <laughs> let's. let's uh, so I'm gonna do this now. That's the show. That's it. Bye. Good night. See ya. Um, Good night. I guess I'll play a little outro music here. Um, next week, we're going to do Red Tails. Uh, it's on Disney Plus, I think. How pertinent that that might be the Washington Redskins' new uh, name. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, that's cool, I guess. Yep. Um, Red Tails, 2012, starring Cuba Gooding Jr. and a bunch of stuff. It is a... Um, Oh, why did I think that this was a George um, Lucas film? Is it not? I thought it was. I thought it was. Anthony Hemingway. Maybe George Lucas wrote it? Mm. I know George Lucas is involved. George Lucas is the executive producer. Oh. Uh, okay, so maybe I just saw produced by okay. George Lucas from the producer George Lucas. All right, well, fine. Anyway... Um, Red Tails, it's about the Tuskegee Airmen, and you can do that every time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tuskegee Airmen story, and I just, as soon as I saw it was streaming, I thought, hey, I wanted to do it. <laughs> so we are going to do it, and I don't know what's Which happening. movie are we doing, Sean? Uh, <laughs> we're doing Red Tails. <laughs> okay, there's no way around it. Anyway, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews is our Facebook page. Cheap Seat Reviews at gmail.com is how you can email us. And Cheap Seat Reviews.com is where you can find old episodes and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so on behalf of Andrew and Sam, which I'm so glad you're back, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Out there making red tails. Woo -hoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great.